Today I am joined by 17-year-old Ramaya from Birmingham. At only age 15, Ramaya founded an organisation in the name of A Product of My Environment. Ramaya founded this organisation with the aim of empowering young black people in her community. She is an inspiring young woman that has not only created a space for young people to thrive in, but also to show young people that they can achieve any goal they set for themselves, regardless of their circumstances. So good morning, Romaya. How are you today? Good morning. I'm all right, thanks. Great, that's great. Um, so we're just going to jump straight into uh, the podcast. Um, as you may already know, uh, the Real Ferdinand Foundation recently launched their United Against Racism campaign. And one of the aims of this project is to put a spotlight on the wonderful work organisations like A Product of My Environment are doing. And so for those that are not familiar with A Product of my of my environment can you explain to me the background of this organization and what inspired you to set it up um well a product of my environment is a platform um that was created to empower young black people and i created it when i was 15 because i saw the negative um consequences of what happens when young black people aren't shown um aren't shown like other other ways out other paths in life um other than what they see around them and the negative consequences that can have so a practical environment is basically a virtual environment or um alternative environment for young black people to thrive in where they're told that you are worthy um they're educated on their black history we educate about mental health and just really try and create um try and empower them, try and tell them that they are worthy and try and eliminate some of that self-doubt that society likes to put into young black people and just show them that they have potential to do absolutely anything that they set their mind to. And it's tackling racism head on because I feel like if more young black people believe in themselves, there'll be more um, black adults in the future in powers, in positions of power and therefore they could um, inflict more change and, you know, just just benefit the whole community if more young black people dream big. Wow, that is, that is so amazing. And I honestly find it so inspiring that you started this at the age of 15 and that you saw that there was kind of like a, a gap. This was something that we don't really have many of these programs available um, nowadays to, to young people. And so I just find it so in, inspiring what you were doing. You know, you touched upon uh, racism and the experiences of racism and how that impacts um, young people. And, you know, this this podcast, it draws upon the, th the themes of um, unite, uh, the United Against Racism campaign. And so I wanted to ask you, in your own words, what does United Against Racism mean to you? Um, for me, being united against racism means that all of us, regardless of our own race or skin colour, we understand um, understand the negative consequences of racism and actively fight together to end it and tackle the systems that are oppressing others. Because for me, an oppression anywhere is an oppression to us all. And I feel like if everyone kind of had that mentality, 
then you know we could all fight racism and we would actively end it sooner if we were all together and I think that's what being united against racism is. That's that's something I think you you hit the nail on the head there and that's something that I definitely um, agree with as well because collaboration is definitely um, important and it means that we can have change much much quicker than than, than we want. Um, you also talked about the some of the projects that you've been doing um, with the pro uh, a product of my um, environment. Can you tell us more about that and just how you know you've been involved in enabling young people to recognize their skills and realize their potential and just break those negative uh, stereotypes and, and mindsets that they might have yeah so um one of our new programs is called breaking the cycle program and it's um basically breaking the cycle that happens in inner city areas so in a youth centre, um, located in the city centre, um, I run like, it's about a four to five hour um, session where we look at um, tackling um, our own beliefs and questioning like what we believe about ourselves. We work on um, learning what SMART goals are and setting um, short-term but also long-term goals are really like thinking towards the future so that we end up breaking the negative cycle that happens in inner city areas um, because I feel like a lot of the things that happen aren't questioned and they're normalized and therefore they repeat and they repeat generation after generation and if no one's going to stop it then it's just going to keep repeating and we as a community aren't going to get anywhere so breaking the cycle is literally about head-on tackling the cycle that's happening in these areas and not waiting for people in power to do it do it for us and it's about doing it ourselves because we've waited for so long for people to actually you know make a change and no one's doing it so it's it's our turn now to really um make a change and better ourselves well that's that's truly amazing and you know how did you um how did you come about to actually create the uh, the program? Um, I work with an organisation called Peace First who um, basically give mentoring to people like me who want to make change but don't really know how to do it. They also give grants out and um, I just wrote all my plans down and I was like, this is what I wanna do, this is how I'm gonna do it. And they were like, okay, um, maybe you should get this, maybe you should get that. And then they funded it. And I just emailed a bunch of youth centres and was like, can I please run this here? And um, I've got a really good relationship now with one in the city centre, which is a perfect location. And now she lets me run the youth centres there, that run the programmes there. So um, it's literally just me going out and just basically begging people to let me please run this programme. Let me please do it. Like they... I have meetings with people so they can really understand how passionate I am about it because I feel like for email sometimes you can't get it so literally just saying to people please can I run it like this is really going to help people and then it's the testimonials and people's feedback that lets people be like you know what this girl knows what she's talking about I'm gonna let her run another session and it's just like just going for it like literally just being like not afraid of not afraid of failure anymore because it's like anything I'm doing is still better than what was done before it's still something it's still steps in the right direction so it's just like just going through it and just you know 
trying to network with as many um, influential people as possible. Yeah, that's that's so amazing. I just, you know, because I'm a young person myself. And so I just love how you really uh, broke that down and showed how we should we should never really wait for the opportunity, but we should create the opportunity um, ourselves. And we should actually be really, really persistent, especially if it's something that we're really, really passionate about passionate about and I'm definitely going to be taking some of your tips you know and um yeah just taking that on on board and thinking about that with some of the projects that I do and so I really hope that you know some of the listeners also find that all of the listeners find that useful as well thank you so much um the next question I had for you was what's one piece of advice that you would give to young people wanting to challenge racism and racial inequality in their communities so we we literally just touched on some some of the things but did you did you have any more that you wanted to share um I've said this before and I'll say it again the biggest thing biggest piece of advice and the biggest like best motivational quote for me is if not me then who if not now then when and it's I feel like when we start talking about racism it's really easy for us to think you know what it's too big for us to go out and tackle it's too much of a big issue for me to do make any positive change and I feel like anyone who's feeling a bit um, disheartened and a bit um, worried about tackling racism you need to understand that every small step that you're taking now um, in the grand scheme of things will create big change and it's about just going out and doing something just do something start and if it doesn't work out first time you'll learn from your it'll be a lesson and you know it's just about going out and not being afraid of failure because there's no such thing as failure it's just lessons yeah yeah I I definitely um resonate resonate with that um with that quote because again when it comes to racial inequality we, we just can't I personally feel like we just can't wait for somebody else to come and you know and change things for us because we've already recognized that change needs to be made um but instead of maybe doubting ourselves why, why don't we just ask ourselves okay what is it that I can do in the position that I that I am in what is it that I can do because everybody can do something everybody has some sort of power some sort of privilege that they can use to ultimately hand that down to somebody else that doesn't have um as much and really change something and so I think that's that that is very very important it's just that we just think about what is it that we can do we collaborate with um with with one another and we then see we just wait on the results really we just patient and wait on on the results so thank you for that I also wanted to ask you if you um if you don't uh if you don't mind because I I've already mentioned in this podcast that I find it truly inspiring that you are you are trying to pave a way for other young people in your um, community because I feel like you're not just aware of their experiences but your own experiences as well and so if you don't uh, mind you know sharing uh, what have been some of you know your experiences of racism and uh, racial inequality as well yeah well to be honest um there's been a few incidences incidents um of racism but I feel like as a girl sometimes it's not as bad as if it if I was a young black boy um however it's mainly like in 
um, certain spaces feeling uncomfortable and feeling like being being the only black person in the room can sometimes feel really, really like um, worrying, I would say. It sometimes is like a bit of imposter syndrome and just feeling like in these spaces that I'm trying to get into, I don't feel like I belong, like I shouldn't be here. And it's because there's no representation. And I think that is sometimes the, um, the biggest barrier for young black people trying to get into better positions and roles is that we don't see people that look like us and therefore, we get it in our heads that we don't belong here. And I feel like that can really um, knock someone's confidence. And for me, um, being in some rooms where I should have used it as a big opportunity, I've been so nervous because all around me is just old white men that I don't feel comfortable to be myself. And it's like, I think that is the biggest, um, the biggest uh, negative consequence of, of racism um, for me is that I don't feel like I can be that person that I have in my head because there's no one that's done it really before and there's so many people telling me that I can't do it. So I feel like that is the biggest um, issue. I definitely relate to that. And I just feel like it's such a, like the courage that it takes though for you to actually do uh, what you do. And that's why I, I find you really inspiring because I understand that it just takes so much courage to actually jump all of those barriers. And in your head, you might be thinking, I don't know about you, but for me, the, the one thing that I think about that kind of pushes me towards that opportunity, that step is that, you know, if I don't do it, then nobody's going to see somebody that looks like them do it. And so we're going to have that same cycle, yeah. if that makes sense. And so if in a way it pushes me even more because I'm just like well it just has to be me because I've seen the opportunity and I don't know if anybody else has seen the opportunity and th this is this is what happened to me actually with the um the, the race equality action plan with the, with the Welsh government so when I saw the opportunity they wanted young uh, they wanted individuals not young individuals but they wanted individuals from the community to work with policy officials in the government to actually draft up the action plan and just touch on their experiences um, and what they what they know about racial inequalities and in, in their community when I looked at the I remember when I looked at the opportunity I was like who's going to represent young people and young people's experiences like I definitely, I just had a feeling that there would no, there wouldn't be anybody there to do that. And that, and then there was this doubt in my mind, like, okay, yeah, but you're not as experienced, you're not X, you're not Y. Um, then I was like, you know what, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt if I try, let me just try anyways. And I did, and now I'm here. And even after it was tough, because again, you're, you're in a room with people that are like, you know more experienced than you and you do have an experience you do have a story you do have something to share but you just you just still limit yourself if that makes sense in those rooms and it could be so tough but again it's like it's like jumping over those barriers and really having that battle in your mind like no 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 you're here for a purpose and it's not really about you I always see it as it's not really about us it's about the cause that we're trying to um, achieve and what we strive, the change that we're striving for as well. So I think the advice from that is just like you've already said, is kind of like just feel the fear and do it anyways, because 
if you don't do it, who's going to do it? And for so many young people, like they can't be what they can't see. And so they need more of us out there. And it's it's mm -hmm. us, you know, we're, we're the future leaders at the end of the day. And so we have to kind of take those opportunities, do it now. So we, we're setting up the generations to come with setting them up well and they don't have to break as many cycles as yeah. we're having to break now you know and that's for me like whenever I'm feeling like it's just too much pressure and I'm not getting anywhere I just look at the civil rights movement and what people were doing back in like the 60s and 70s and how they probably didn't realize how much of an impact they would have on us now and it's just like it really really um as well grounds me and makes me just realize you know what these little steps 20 years down the line are going to have such a big impact on the community and it's just about um realizing that you are making change and no matter how small it is it's still a step in the right direction that's that's great and like you know you talked about you know getting that you know inspiration that boost from you know stories and like from history but are there like certain figures and individuals that you also get inspiration from that you learn from and so you're able to carry out these projects as well yeah um well I'm really into politics so David Lammy is like a big one for me and I'm even thinking about going to the same uni that he went to um in London and also um here in Birmingham there's this woman called Imani Clough who um, was the first person that really introduced me to like social action and stuff. And she um, ran a program with me that was like inspiring young women to believe that they're phenomenal 365 days of the year. And it was just like her being brave and just going out there and doing workshops and like getting into the community and not really being all over social media, all over all over TV and actually making change was like crazy to me. It was like, wow, you don't have to be a celebrity to actually make change. So she's someone that I really like draw so much inspiration from because um, she's a black woman who's going out there and doing her thing and really making change. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, there's this quote, it's um, that you just reminded me of. I think it's like walking the walk and not just talking the talk. And mm -hmm. we just need so much of that now. and. I think this is this is why this project with the Rio Ferdinand Foundation is such a such a great one because I think by now we're actually very tired of speaking about our experiences and just speak and speak and speaking but there's no action that comes from it so personally I don't mind speaking about my experiences but there needs action needs to come from it and I think I need that action but so many other people need that action as well and so when you have individuals and when you look up to individuals that are actually taking that action and doing what they can in the field that they're in it definitely inspires others like yourself to do so as well and so that is perfect I had another question that has literally just um that I've forgotten about <laughs> I've literally forgotten it I and it was such a good question as well um because I've like I, I've got, I had a set of questions here and we, I've, we've gone through them and we were having a, conf, a, a really, really good conversation. And I had a good question for you. And I forgot. <laughs> well, Andrew, did you have any questions by, um, by any chance? Oh, it's amazing listening to you, to you both talk. It's like literally wise beyond your years. And I think, as you said, it's just that 
taken up the, the sort of mantle to to drive change and then inspire other people that are coming through. Um, I constantly say this, I think we're sort of setting our ways of our thought 30s and 40s is going to be your 18s, your sort of teens now, your, your 20s, they're going to push through the real change and drive that that whole racism piece. I think, um, as you said, Romeo, about the, the the sort of civil rights movements and stuff like that, I, speaking to my mum, like, you know, I didn't know about her experiences. She came over as part of Windrush and, mm. you know, having to suffer what she suffered and, and not really explain to us as kids what she was going through and sort of hiding that and, masking that that sort of abuse that she had as a child and as I work in her work as a, as a nurse and I think you know hopefully every generation it gets better but it'd be amazing to sort of push that change a lot quicker with with amazing people like yourselves are just like literally sitting there just like tingling um, <laughs> like goosebumps like literally listening it's just ridiculous you speak so much better than I do um, I think uh, I think if you continue along this path it'd be amazing things will follow um i think as part of the the campaign if there's any way that we can help to push the work that you're doing and and feed into things that are happening that would be you know that would be sort of the role that we could have um and don't don't be sort of i guess um scared to, to ask and see what we can do um because the more people as I, I just said like if literally you can inspire another two people and they can inspire another two people and have that that sort of knock on domino effect that'd be that'd be amazing i think that's what needs to happen um and as we discussed that whole politic thing i think you know you said something that you're already involved in politics and just pushing that and making sure your experiences feed into to what's going on in policy yeah yeah it's funny you mentioned it because you know that's how I, that's how I see it. I don't know about you, Amaya, but I see it as like when you're 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 a leader, and I do see us as uh, leaders. But it's not about trying to like inspire everybody. If you can just inspire one person, that will later on go to inspire those masses. Then you've yeah. done great. You know you've done great. And so my one of the questions that I had for you is like, what is in, in your in your own terms in your definition because I truly see you as a young leader you know because you're paving the way for other people in your community and so for you what does be you know what does being a leader look like to you and what does it mean to you as well well for me I think being a leader is just being passionate and kind of running with it and not really caring about what anyone else thinks or says because for me there's been so many times when I've come on live or recorded a YouTube video and it hasn't got that many likes or not that many people have been interested in it or while the Black Lives Matter movement was trending my views were going up and now it's going down and it's just about really staying strong to who you are and not letting anyone's um, thoughts or uh, anyone's opinions really change you from your path and it's about being, you know, bold, being bold, being yourself and trying to inspire others to um, not necessarily follow you, but to develop their own beliefs and their own thoughts. So now at my environment, literally was just me. And now we've got 20 volunteers, young people that also work with a part of my environment and they all are doing it off their own like backs. No one's getting paid for it. They're all doing it because they're passionate about it because they've seen the scene, what a person my has done and they want to get involved. And it's just about like not forcing anyone to believe anything that you're saying. It's just about 
you know just inspiring people and just being yourself and other people will um develop their own kind of self-awareness and then um go on to do things because I feel like once a lot of young black people realize um their own history and their culture and really feel connected with the black community it's kind of like a no-brainer that they would want to get involved in fighting racism because they'll realize how much it really impacts the community so I feel like just being a leader is like educating others to be themselves and just flourish and that's um what I'm just trying to do really with the practical environment wow that's that's truly amazing and, and I think just to add on to what you said I just feel like when you kind of build up the courage to just be yourself without putting a mask on because unfortunately we do put a lot of masks mm -hmm. on because we have social media impacting us so many different things impacting us and so it can be a bit difficult for you to just be yourself and to be yourself unapologetically but what people don't understand is when you when you actually you are yourself you chain up as yourself unapologetically you stand firmly on your values whatever those values are you kind of give courage to others to do the same thing and I think that's that's what then makes you stand out as a leader because then you're not you're not faking it you're not putting on a front you're just being you and so many people actually struggle with just being themselves you know and so that's why it's so important you touched on representation that representation is just so important because you you are aware of all the issues that we face as you know young black women and also young black um, males as well they have certain issues that they go through through as well and sometimes there's other things that come into it as well so you know I'm a young uh, black Muslim woman so there's that kind of like that double-edged sword but that means that there's there's um there's other people that I can relate to there's other people that can relate to me because of that level as well where you have religion that comes into it uh as well but it's just about owning those let's say differences whatever you want to call them it's about just really owning them instead of trying to maybe hide them or 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 repress them or wh whatever it is it's just about owning them so other people can own theirs as well and I just remembered the question that I forgot <laughs> earlier on <laughs> thank god I remembered it because it was a really good question and that is you know you touched upon um early in the podcast you touched upon the testimonials that you've been getting from you know the uh, the break in the cycle program and I'm really interested to, to find out you know how have young people received the program and you know when they were like leaving out of the doors like what were some of the things that they were that, that they were that they were saying what are some of the feedback that you've been getting from the program yeah well the first program it was a bit um rough like I, it was my first program that I'd ever run and I was a bit like nervous but people were just like wow you know what we're the same age you're doing things like this I want to start making proper change as well and it's like I think it's just people seeing that someone that looks like them that's the same age coming from like not a rich background coming from the same kind of background is going out and doing things and that's really really like um important because that influences people but it's also like the conversations we was having in the program people were like wow I've never thought of it like that I've never thought of like like one of the big questions that I asked in the program is what would happen if every single young black person dreamt big what changes would we see and when you actually think about it and you're like wow if every young black person dreamt big there'll be more black authors they'll um young black females would feel more confident in their hair, in their skin. Um, there'll be probably um, less 
uh, health inequalities because there'll be more black doctors. And it's like, when you actually um, ask yourself these kind of questions and actively think about these, um, you realize that the answer's all within really, because you could be that next black doctor that's gonna fight these racial inequalities. And it's like, I think the biggest um, impact of the program is really just getting people to think about themselves more and realizing their own potential more. And something that um, I'm very, very big on is like journaling and reflecting. And so I get everyone to write a letter to themselves in five weeks time and then in like six months time of like what they want to see themselves happen. And I think it's about um, kind of holding people accountable to their dreams and what you, if you said to me that you're gonna be a doctor, I wanna see that you're studying them STEM science subjects really hard so you're gonna get yourself into them positions. And it's about like proper, not letting people kind of fade away and just really being on it and just saying to them, look, you can do this. You need to put the work in now but you can, you can do this. And it's like people messaging me and being like, you know what, um, I've got into this, I'm gonna get into this college course. Um, this girl messaged me, she was like, I wasn't sure which course I'm gonna go to, but now I wanna do this because I'm really passionate about it. And um, she got into her course. And it's also um, the other side of my environment and like what we kind of touch on is like mental health. And it's about people saying to me, I was really stressed and anxious about, um, you know, my future and now that, because um, I give out booklets now that I've wrote it down in the booklet I feel like a bit um, more confident in myself I feel like more confident in the steps that I'm taking to the future because for me if you have this big old goal unless you break it down it'll feel daunting forever you'll never feel like you're ever making proper um, progress towards it so it's like people people believing in themselves more is the biggest um, kind of feedback that I've got that people just um realize their own potential now and that is just so amazing for me because even though there's only been like a small group of 15 people that have done it it's still like 15 people that hadn't believed in themselves before so um yeah wow that's 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 honestly so amazing and I think you know um more more people need to know about this program because what you're doing is honestly amazing and it's just generally because it's just the approach that from the way that you've explained to me the approach is just is so good you know asking them questions they already have the answers within them they've just never thought about it before and so it's kind of like I could imagine like when, when you ask that question and they like they've got the answer it's kind of like a light bulb moment like that switches in their mind like and they're just like wow I've never like like you said they've they, there's some things they've never thought about it before because nobody has asked them before and nobody's given them the opportunity to actually think about those things before but those are life-changing things because now like you said even if it's a small group they're now thinking about their future and then the question that you talk that, that you asked them beforehand is like you know what would what would the world look like if every young black person jumped big you're just giving them the opportunity and the tools as well, the self-reflective tools through Jinnah to actually, actually do that, you know, and they have a process. So even when you're leaving them, you've actually left them with something very valuable and that is tools for them to actually continue yeah. on that journey. And that is so important because sometimes, you know, I'm really, um, I'm getting into like workshops and stuff like that as well and sometimes I think it's great to share your story or whatever whatever your approach is but you should always leave uh, those young people with the tools that they can go and actually start with but if you just leave them with a story 
then it's like that that motivation it fizzles after like mm-hmm. however long but if you leave them with tools you tell them the importance of Jane and whatever it is just one tool that they can actually use then they can then share it on with other people so not just use it themselves but they're sharing it with with other people and so the impact is just it's, it's just yeah. big I don't know if you if you already know this but the impact is honestly it's okay. honestly big and it's, it's amazing what you're doing Ramaya did, did you want to did you want to add anything yeah um well something for me is like these people coming out of this program but also questioning their friends and like having these conversations with their friends because that is so 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 important like um a girl hadn't actually been to the program but she wants to come to the next one because she heard what her friend was saying about it and it's like just like these um the issues in our communities I feel like if one person kind of sets a fire and starts a fire and starts talking about these things, we can just burn out all these kind of gang culture, all that kind of mentality of like, you're not worthy. We can get rid of it through like loads and loads of little like um, little actions. And, you know, it's about these people coming out of the program and then um, holding their friends kind of accountable. Like, well, what are you doing with your life? What are you going to do? It's about like, looking at them if they're going to um you know get involved in a gang or something negative it's about these friends these people that have come to the program or know about a proximal environment being like wait like why are you doing that what what impact is that going to have on the community as a whole and it's about like getting young people to think like that more because I feel like if we stopped and thought about um the consequences of our actions more then a lot of the issues that we see could be eradicated honestly just truly 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 inspiring thank you so much um thank you so much Ramai for this uh for coming on to the to the podcast and it's it's just been amazing to see I think when you came on to my podcast it was in December I think and so it's just been amazing to see you know how many months like six months down the line um and I think it was the end of uh, December um so just to, to see six months down the line just the just the progress um it's just amazing just keep keep it up uh I think I'm gonna have to come to one of your programs as well honestly <laughs> because it seems amazing and um I will definitely be sharing with you know um with all of my contacts as well this uh, this this program and we will be sharing it as well we'll be sharing all of your um all of your socials and the way that you know people can 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 reach out to you to find out more about um more about the program as well did you want to add anything um no thank you (laughs) thank you so much then Ramaya and have 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 a lovely day and I wish you all the best as well thank you for listening to the youth voices podcast brought to you by Rio Ferdinand Foundation in collaboration with Warner Music and Music Against Racism. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast channel and to also share with all your friends and family. Coming up on the next episode, I speak to and interview one of the UK's most renowned actors, Colin Salmon, who has starred in James Bond films Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day. Colin shares with us the key lessons from his journey in life and how he has been able to remain resilient in a field that was not as diverse and inclusive when he first began. Keep your eyes peeled for the release of the next episode. Until the next time.